Welcome back to the Hidden Healing Podcast, where we talk about the emotional healing that we have to do even after we've done therapy to get past childhood trauma. In today's podcast, I'm talking about my real life and what's happening right now. I think one of the most important things about what I'm doing and sharing this is growing myself, but also trying to give other people an idea of what it looks like to do this hidden healing in real life. Because so many of us feel alone. So many of us feel like we're on this path and no one in our family understands us and we don't have people or friends that are going through the same thing that we are. And so here I am being hopefully a friend to you and letting you know what it looks like so that you don't feel alone. Everything that I record in my podcast is something that I'm working on right now, something that I'm figuring out. Of course, it's a compound of information that I've been researching, all the books that I've been listening to, and all of the self-help from my past, and all of the therapy that I've had. So it's a, a lot of a combination of a lot of different things. So in some ways, some of you are listening, and I'm a step ahead of you, and for others of you, you are at the same place, or maybe a little bit of head, and it's just nice to know that other people are doing this. So... This week has been exceptionally hard for me. I want to go back a couple of weeks because I think that I've spoken about it in my other podcast episodes and I had this ladies retreat that I went to. It's something that developed out of a business online class that I took and it's a, a friendship that has developed and we're all in a membership together, support each other in our lives and in our businesses and just in every way that we possibly can. And so there was a retreat that we went to on the beach in Texas, and it was exciting and fabulous. But also it was a lot of growth for me because I had not realized I hadn't completely healed my sister wound. Everything's in layers. And for some reason, I like do all this work and feel so proud and like, I, I'm done with this. I healed this. And so it's kind of silly. I know my ego gets involved. And so I thought that I, oh, this was a new discovery about the sister wound and I healed it and I did all the work. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> I didn't realize that this retreat also was around women and I was having a lot of triggers coming up for me in that regard. In addition to the fact, which I've mentioned that I'm not used to spending money on myself. And so that was exceptionally hard as well. And you can imagine driving to Texas and staying at this beautiful beach house and driving myself back, which the drive itself was it without stops is like 21 hours. And so it was a lot of expense and a lot of emotional energy. Travel was another thing on my list. So travel, money, my sister wound, all of these things were hitting me really directly. It was a lot of growth the month leading up to it and figuring it all out. I did it. I got through it. The retreat, the women are as amazing in real life as they are online. And I love every single one of them. And I had issues come up. I spent one whole day not feeling well. And um, I had my nose running. You know, I mentioned it drips like a faucet and I sneeze and I can't stop myself. And I know that it's just a way for my limbic system to keep me down so that I don't have to do scary things or move forward in unsafe ways. And I totally get that. This is the first time that I've gone to a place with this many women or girls, even when I was young and something horrible didn't happen. All of those three things I was facing and it was a lot of growth. So I guess I should have expected a little bit more pushback from all of the emotional things that I was facing, but I really didn't. And then when I came home, 
I was on my drive and I was listening to this podcast from someone else and she said that 80% of people who've had childhood sexual abuse never master money. And it hit me really hard. And I thought to myself, wait, I got to master money. That's one of the things I'm trying to do. I don't need to be rich. I don't need to do, you know, all the things, but I can't have money being something that I think about all the time because I can't master it because I can't pay my bills on time or manage my money in a way that allows me to save a little or anything like that. I have to master my money. I came home and started doing a deep dive on it. And I found this woman who does healing around money and teaches you how to manage your money. And so I decided to sign up for her free seven day pre-recorded course that she does. And on day three, there was a meditation that I did around money. And this meditation apparently knew what it was doing. (laughs) Because I had a insight that I had never had before a repressed memory came forward about one of the times that I was abused. And I'm going to have a conversation with my son around it because this is day five. And I have not been able to get myself out of it, so to speak. And so I was talking to my son and he was answering some of my questions because as you'll see, he's very intelligent. And also, I want to say like very empathetic or understanding. And so um, he's 22. So we had this conversation together. And then we started talking and we're talking for like three minutes. And then I said, could you could I record this because I can't say the things like you say them. And so I'm going to share that conversation in this podcast with you. I think that you'll really get a lot of benefit out of it. Because sometimes when you're going through this stuff, you can't do it alone. I can't do it alone. I reach out to other people, sometimes other girlfriends, sometimes my son, sometimes my husband. I reach out for help. And it's important and also hard to reach out to people, to create a community where you can reach out. I hope that each one of you strives to do that because we can't all do this alone. In addition to that, I want to say that I'm here. If any of you need to reach out. You can leave me a voice message even in my Instagram, which is in the link in the the link to my Instagram account is in the show notes and you can reach out to me there. I had this conversation with my son and I'm not completely healed. I'm really hoping that as I go forward, each day will be easier and I am going to take his advice and do the journaling assignments that he talked about. I say assignments, I just mean the ideas. I'm really careful about words around homework and assignments and things that you put on your thing as have to do because they really trigger me. So I want to make sure not to trigger anybody. And everything that we do is by choice and is for our own healing and for our own benefit. So we have to choose these things if we want to choose them and do the work so that we can get the healing. I can tell you the way I feel right now. I don't want to be stuck here. I don't want to be stuck in these feelings and this emotion. So I am absolutely going to choose these things. All right, here's the interview. I hope you enjoy it. Bailey, I feel like I broke myself. I feel like I'm broken now and I don't know what to do about it. Why do you feel like that? Well, ever since I had that repressed memory, it has affected me more than I realized. And I just feel like I'm never going to get out of this feeling that I'm having and feeling really bad and like crap and like I'm broken. So our brains are made to create a sense of self. And that sense of self is protected at all costs. It's what kind of keeps us alive. It's what makes us scared of snakes and things that are threatening to us. And whenever our sense of self is wrong, the brain kind of gets unhappy because it means there was something else more to us that should have been protected. And that causes negative emotions. 
I didn't even realize that <laughs> I had these memories, so I don't think that I could have added them to my sense of self. And in fact, I had, I kind of had like this pride, which now that I'm saying it out loud, I realize how stupid it is. But I kind of had this pride about myself because I felt like I remembered all of my abuse. I don't know why these people like repressed memories obviously don't do on purpose but I'm like so whole and complete and healed that I don't have that that I just remembered everything in detail and so this coming up is just really messing with me your sense of self was technically not completely accurate and it's not anyone's fault it's not like you could have known that (laughs) but um it was technically inaccurate and that kind of makes the brain not happy because it makes it scared that there could be more that you don't know about yourself i do think that i think like what if there's like a whole bunch of memories that i repressed and i don't even realize it and now i'm just gonna have this stuff come up and i it takes a lot of energy to have that and it's kind of scary like what if there's like this whole big area that i don't remember you know well fear is natural whenever uh, our brain thinks there's more to something than us that we know uh we try to fill in all of that information and doing that is a scary task so fear is natural but embracing the process and knowing that you haven't changed and that really this is just a process that happens in the brain and you are not completely in control of that and accepting and moving on with the process what if i have another repressed memory comes up that next time i'm meditating start throwing up and having diarrhea again, and then I have to go through all the process again. (laughs) We could prepare so that next time that happens, or if that happens, we're not even sure that's going to happen, uh, that you you have tactics that can help deal with that situation like that. Hmm. Certain kinds of breathing, um, different kinds of meditation. So like meditation on acceptance um, of all parts of yourself, even the parts that you don't know about. Hmm. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Um loving kindness meditation which is a really helpful one for your nervous system box breathing uh, makes it so that your somatic nervous system uh, calms down what's somatic nervous system the somatic nervous system is uh, the parts of your body such as breathing and your heart beating the things that we're not completely in control of and by doing this box breathing it tricks your brain into thinking that because you're breathing in a regular and slow pattern that you're healthy and you're safe so then it makes it so that your brain uh doesn't have as many negative emotions because it thinks you're safe oh okay it was engineered by the navy seals so that they can go underwater and not panic so it's especially good for panicking oh okay Mm -hmm. so right now where i find myself is that i I mean, technically, I just had, not technically, I mean, I just had this repressed memory come forward on Friday when I was dealing with money, a money topic, and doing a meditation around money, and the med- this this was connected to money in my mind. But now what I find myself doing is, which obviously I was sick at first, so I had to just lay around, but now I'm just laying around and I'm afraid to like get up and move. I feel like I better just stay in bed. I get up and cook dinner and then walk right back to my bed and I feel like my motivation is gone and I feel like I'm just hiding. Well, one of the things about the process is that we try to avoid the process because it's uncomfortable and the brain actually tricks us into thinking that the process isn't worth doing 
And especially if you had correlations to money and you're doing this podcast more as uh, self-discovery, but also to make money, it could, your brain is trying to figure out where that lies in your new discovery. But one of the good things is that you are in control of that part. You can, we can't decide much, but we can decide on our disposition towards something. So we can decide to see a process like this as scary or as relieving because process things that were needing to be processed that weren't are able to be processed now. So that could be a really positive thing. Mm. So what specifically does that look like for me? Like what action or what do I do? Well, that could be a really good journal prompt because right now we want our, your limbic system to be heard. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty, so you don't know what part you want to hear, but that could be the part that you decide. So it would be a really cool journal prompt for you to decide how you want to see the situation. And doing that would make it so that your limbic system is heard in a positive way. So the journal prompt is the way I want to see the situation and the situation being my fear of action. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be um, how you want to see the process of discovering more than what you thought of. Like, is it a positive thing? Does it, is it separate from your podcast or is it a part of it? Is it a thing you want to talk more about or is it a thing you want to focus by yourself on um but also how do you want the process to end up like do you want it to to be a relief do you want to work through this or do you want to continue on and then just wait for the next thing to happen there's no right or wrong answer Uh, one funny thing is that my whole life all i wanted was to be normal so my first answer is I just want things to go back to normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously that's not exactly how it works and forward and upward, like Meet the Robinsons family would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so uh, in my opinion, I think focusing on acceptance is like a really uh, positive thing that you can do. Accepting all parts of yourself, even if you don't know it, it's there. Okay. Including the new discoveries and discoveries to discover in the future Hmm. yeah that does make sense and then by accepting all of that it might be able to help you with the motivation because there's nothing to hide from there's nothing to avoid at that point it's Hmm. all just you i like that Mm -hmm. and why do you know about all this stuff you're 22 and (laughs) you you're a college student and not majoring in psychology by any means (laughs) how do you why are you telling me about this and how are you able to help me with this well i I guess had a lot of stress just because of me being a college student. I didn't go to high school and I don't feel like I was completely mentally prepared to go to college. So it was like a really, really big kind of shock to me. And for my first two or three years, I didn't really have a good way to deal with that. But since reading Mind Hacking Happiness and going on my own kind of exploration to figure out how to deal with all of that, I've kind of discovered both from reading and learning about neurology and the default mode network, um, but also just because I've experienced it through medication, meditation, not medication. <laughs> meditation. Big difference, big yeah. difference. 
Um, but just things I've noticed about myself, like how do I deal with stress? Um, I've noticed that usually when something stresses me out, I don't acknowledge it immediately. So then I always have to go and meditate or I have to take an hour to myself. And then that's what makes it so that I'm able to process all what's all of the stress that's happening. So kind of discovering how you interact with the world and teaching such like what they what we learned in Mind Hacking Happiness and applying all of that, not just to stress, but also to every other part of your life. That's one of the things people don't kind of do when they read self-help books. They kind of only focus it on one part of their life. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it should be an all-encompassing thing. Mm. If something helps you in one area, it can probably help you in the others. And applying that throughout all of it makes it so that it sticks. And that's what I've learned. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Yep. Well, that was such a special episode to record. Bailey has helped me many times this past year when I was struggling. And what a gift it is to have an adult son with such understanding. Well, as always, please reach out if you're struggling. My Instagram is in the show notes and we can set up a Zoom chat. If you are listening on Apple or Spotify, please leave a review and I will see you next Monday.